In order to get to the next level of whatever you're doing, you must think and act in a wildly different way than you previously have been. You cannot get to the next phase of a project without a grander mindset, more acceleration, and extra horsepower. Grant Cardone, author of the 10X Rule, the only difference between success and failure. I chose this quote to launch this episode and our seventh season of the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning podcast with Grant Cardone, who I've been watching for years before he starred on Undercover Billionaire, when I saw him working with, at the time, 16-year-old Caleb Maddox, teaching this young man who's now in his 20s how to truly make an impact on the world and live his life with a success mindset. Since the day I watched him coaching this teen, I realized he has a heart for helping our next generation to become successful while inspiring the rest of the world with his 10X rule book, countless programs that focus on financial education and encouraging anyone who'll listen to shift their mindset to make 2022 their best year ever. To do that, Cardone reminds us that we must all think differently and change what we did last year. For those new or returning guests, welcome back to season seven of our podcast and happy new year. I'm Andrea Samadhi, author and educator from Toronto, Canada, now in Arizona. And like many of you who tune in, have been fascinated with learning, understanding, and applying the most current brain research to improve productivity in our schools, our sports, and workplace environments. I wanted our first episode to launch our seventh season to be different from past years. Instead of releasing an episode with goal setting or achieving tips, I challenge you to do something different this year. We all know that in order to achieve different results in 2022, we must change. And I'm pretty sure that we all have a list of things we wanna do differently to really make a mark on this year. But to make sure I was on track, I thought I'd better check in with what undercover billionaire Grant Cardone is suggesting we change this year, since his results are proof that he knows what he's talking about. Cardone suggests that in order to make this change, we must keep six things in mind that will drive us towards our goals. We must have number one, discipline, by waking up early, watching the sunrise, and getting to bed early. This practice gives you two extra hours to launch your day, which translates into an extra month a year to work on your dreams or yourself. It will also help you to become highly motivated and will be a driver for your year, boosting our confidence, which is number two, to further drive what you're doing and help you to fill up your calendar with meaningful work where you'll create your action plan, which is number three, with activity. And you'll be open to listening to feedback, which is number four, from the marketplace or your network on how you can improve. Number five is you'll surround yourself with your network or other like-minded successful people who will encourage you and hold you accountable. And there's only one outcome with these six steps. Number six is you'll experience success. This is our duty and our obligation. We must win and succeed in 2022. 
to truly make an impact on this year so that it's our best year ever, I think we should all take a look at what Cardone suggests and do whatever it takes so that we achieve our end result or whatever it is we're working on at the end of this year. But how exactly do we do this? I challenge you to practice Cardone's tip number one with me and develop discipline by waking up early and studying the number six all-time Amazon bestseller, Think and Grow Rich with me this month. This is a book that has sold over 15 million copies worldwide that has timeless principles used by some of the greatest minds of the 20th century. And I hope that together we'll uncover some new ideas that will bring us new results in 2022. I've been launching my year this way since 2019 with Paul Martinelli, who co-founded and built the John Maxwell team by diving deep into the many secrets within Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich book from someone who has studied and taught the principles within this book for his entire career. It was this book that my mentor Bob Proctor was inspired by and often opened up and quoted during his career teaching and speaking about wealth principles around the world as he carried the same weathered copy around with him, studying, reading as his Bible that he would open up first thing in the morning and then again before he went to bed. During the six years that I worked with Bob, I knew this book was important to him and there were times it sat in the middle of the table we we're sitting at and we just all knew not to touch it. I remember looking at it thinking, what else could he really be learning from this book as the pages looked like they were about to fall out and disintegrate? Napoleon Hill talks about a secret that's hidden within the pages of this book. And I have a few ideas of what I think the secret is, but Bob would never tell us what the secret was. He'd say, if I tell you, then you won't look for it yourself, which is probably true. I used to think that the secret was that all achievements begin with an idea and we have to gaff this idea with a pencil, write it down and act on it using the six steps that Napoleon Hill suggests in the desire chapter or someone else will surely launch it. But each time I study this book and the author's preface that describes this secret, I thought about it again and each year I come up with a new idea or perception of what I think the secret is. Bob would say that books will have new meaning each time you read them because you change each year and you see something in yourself that wasn't there the last time you read it. When you finish the book and this book study with me, I wonder what you think the secret in the book is. So how do you read Think and Grow Rich? You read it with effort. You've got to put some effort into this book study. It took me until 2019 to read this book properly. You know what I mean. You can read a book, flip through the table of contents, skim their meaning, grab some ideas, write them down, even apply them to your life. But then you put the book away and you don't think about the ideas ever again. This is not the way to read this book. And it wasn't until Paul Martinelli started teaching it to me that I saw how to read Think and Grow Rich properly uncovering the secret for myself and finally putting it to use the way I think Napoleon Hill intended. I think if Bob has been studying this book for more than 50 years, reading it twice a day, 
then I think I'm only scratching the surface of how it's intended to be read and applied. So keep the book on your desk so that you read and implement the ideas you learn. This book is always on my desk and opened often. And I do highly suggest that you purchase a copy that you keep on your desk so you can refer to the pages on your own and participate in the activities I'll suggest as we go through the important concepts that really do have incredible power. I also put a tab so I can quickly find the six steps to put any ideas on auto suggestion from the desire chapter. And I've put these ideas up on my wall as well, and I practice them daily. And I'm fully aware about the 30 major causes of failure so I can avoid them in the organized planning chapter. And I've even added number 31 as my own to the end. It was the successful founder of U.S. Steel, the first corporation in the world with a market capitalization over $1 billion, Andrew Carnegie, who encouraged the young reporter and author of the book, Napoleon Hill, to uncover why some of the most successful people in the world became that way, using the principles that Hill would use to create this book. Carnegie thought it was a shame that many of the top leaders in the world, like Thomas Edison or Henry Ford, would go to their grave without sharing their knowledge and success strategies to help others. This book will change your thinking. It will open up the doors to new ideas and help you to create new habits and results. This is why I host this podcast, because like Hill, I think it's important to share the most current research and any success strategies for free so that we can all benefit from this information and apply it to our work and personal lives since we just weren't taught these concepts in school. I'm grateful that this year I was reminded of this book by my friend Hans Age, who let me know he was studying certain chapters to launch his year. There are many ways to study this book, to make the principles seep into your subconscious mind and thanks to Hans, I decided it was time to look at my notes over the past few years and share them on the podcast to launch 2022 with a new angle. In this podcast series, I'll review all chapters of Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich with my notes added after years of study, and I hope these ideas will challenge you to do things differently this year, perhaps with more intention, and that you continue to study this book for years to come. I was so excited to see that even before I'd released this episode, some of my social media posts have inspired some of the top leaders in my network, like Matt Stewart from Scotland, who runs the Entrepreneur Me programs with our next generation of entrepreneurs in the school market, and he decided to consider rereading the book this year. I do hope that you'll join us so that we can all make the changes needed to make 2022 our best year ever together. In this series, you'll learn how to apply the 15 success principles to your life used by the most successful leaders of the 20th century, like Thomas Edison, John D. Rockefeller, and Henry Ford. You'll learn how to harness the power of your non-conscious mind when you can create new habits that you put on autopilot and work for you instead of against you. You'll learn how to create a clear vision of what you want to create in your life in 2022 to make it a year that's pivotal for the next few years to come. 
you'll learn to create the mindset needed to attain this vision with a simple six-step plan of how to do it. Let's try something new this year and see if diving deep with me into the pages of Think and Grow Rich can make a difference for you like it's made for millions of people all over the world who've taken these principles seriously. Think and Grow Rich Part 1, the author's preface and introduction. What exactly is the secret? The book begins with the mention of this money-making secret that's contained within the book's pages and how Carnegie believed this secret should be taught in all schools and colleges, and if it were taught properly, would revolutionize the entire educational system and that the time spent in school could be reduced to less than half. As you read through this book, you'll be reminded of this secret in the pages that jump out at you and every chapter mentions it. I first thought this secret was that we must have an idea and write it down, something that we really want. Then I thought about the very first thing Bob Proctor said to me when he met me after finding out I was a school teacher in Toronto, and he asked me what I really wanted to do with my life. And back then, the late 90s, I definitely didn't have a clear picture of my goals written out to go through with him step by step like I do now. I was taken back a bit because no one had ever asked me anything like this before. Hill says that the secret will stand out to you when you're ready for it, and when it appears, you'll recognize it. I didn't have a clear picture of what I wanted back then, but I do now. If you've been following this podcast, you'll agree that it's clear that I want to make an impact on the field of education by bringing together simple neuroscience with social and emotional learning skills to help make life easier for future generations with these evidence-based strategies. I wrote down that I wanted to become an expert in the field of educational neuroscience years before I had taken a neuroscience course or understood the structure and function of the brain. I would never have gone on a podcast back then and share this vision with the world. And if you were sitting next to me and this was written in my notebook, I'm sure I would never let you see that I'd written that and might even hide it from anyone who might be looking. Does this resonate with you? What do you think? Where are you in the process of what you really want? Can you paint a clear picture of it for anyone who asks? If you look at the image in the show notes, sorry I didn't write neater, I didn't think I would be sharing these notes, but you'll see that we must first think to create an idea. And if you've listened to some of my most recent podcasts, you'll remember Adele Spragan's episode where she says we must feel first. So whatever it is that we want, we access our feeling, but you've got to think. And Hill called the book Think and Grow Rich. And if there is a secret in this book, I now think it's that there's work required to actually think and begin this entire process. If you aren't sure what your vision is and it's not yet clear, then sit quietly somewhere and use your imagination and intuition to think for a while. Ask yourself these questions. What do others say you're good at? What do you enjoy doing that you would do even if you weren't paid for it? Think of an area of life where you're dissatisfied. How would you like this area to improve? It's normal to want to be, do, or have more in your life so that you can extend your services and help more people. You can't see your own potential, 
but you can be made aware of it. And I think it's really important to tell people when they're excelling in life so they know what you see that they might not be able to see themselves. Once you have a vision, write it down and follow these steps. This is applying the power of thought in chapter one. Step one, what's your vision? If I were to ask you, what do you really want? Would you be able to describe your plan clearly and confidently to me? Or would you hesitate like I did when Proctor first asked me this question? Do you have clarity around this vision? It's not an accident that Brendan Burchard, author of the New York Times bestseller, High Performance Habits, found clarity was one of the habits that research found moved the needle more than any of the other habits for those who are high performers versus non-performers, meaning that when you have clarity, you're more likely to make decisions that support your vision. Become crystal clear about who you are and what you want, and you'll be able to answer this question quickly and with confidence. The clearer your vision, the less doubt, fear, and confusion you'll have. Step two, what's your belief around your vision? Your belief will drive your behavior and help get you out of bed in the morning and keep you moving towards what you envision. Do you believe that you'll receive your vision? Are you ready and prepared for it? When you're laser focused on your vision, it will be all you can see. I talk about using the reticular activating system to set your intent and achieve it in an earlier episode this year that explains how there's a part of our brain, our RAS, that will help you to achieve whatever it is you're focused on, good or bad, so you might as well use this part of your brain to your advantage. Step three, do you expect that your vision will come true? Expectation hooks you up with what you want and brings it closer to you. Have you ever heard that what you seek is also seeking you? You'll move towards it and it will move towards you. Remember, you can be hooked up to what you want, but if you don't expect it, it won't bring it towards you. You also can't force this or it won't come. Force negates. You seek something first and then it seeks you. Step four, finally, what's your vision? What's your goal? And are you prepared for it? There's no such thing as something for nothing. You must do the work. Be sure to review episode 67 on expanding your awareness with lessons learned from Bob Proctor's seminars, especially with big idea number five, how we bring an idea from our mind, which is the spiritual realm, and bring it to fruition in the physical realm, actually making it happen. When I asked Bob about the quantum world that Dr. Dan Siegel talks about in our interview, where there's this plane of possibility where we can create anything, Bob answered with the fact that I believe the physical realm that we live in and the spiritual world are all connected like the colors of the rainbow. When we take an idea, it comes from spirit, hits our intellectual mind, and it's up to us whether we move it into form. Have you ever had an idea that you thought was brilliant and you never did anything with it and then suddenly you see that someone else has created it? That's because there's only one mind and we can all tap into these ideas. This is how all ideas happen. They start in the mind of the person who creates it, and then after dedicated work, they hit their target, and people watching might say, oh wow, that person is so lucky. 
not realizing the work that went into the attainment of the goal. There's usually years of hard work, persistence, of failures, wrong turns, course corrections, but all starting with that clear vision or idea with an end goal or target. Luck is when preparation and opportunity meet. How? Over time, we become better at what we do. Never let it rest until we perfect our craft. Keep going and remember, if a person is not prepared, when the opportunity arises, it will only make them look foolish. So to review the intro and chapter one of Think and Grow Rich, remember that to achieve new results in 2022, we must do something differently than we did in prior years. I hope you continue to listen to this deep dive into this book and wake up early with me, improving our discipline and confidence levels with this new habit. Grant Cardone reminds us that average is a failing formula, and he suggests that we write our goals down in the morning and night as if we've already achieved them. In the show notes, you can see my first vision of wanting to become an expert in educational neuroscience, and I wrote this in January of 2019, six months before I launched the podcast. I hadn't even bought the new template for my website when I wrote this, and I was going to call the podcast Social Emotional Learning Meets Neuroscience. I had no idea what this would all lead to, but I knew whatever it was, that it needed to have neuroscience and social emotional learning meshed together somehow. So figure out what it is that you really want, something that's much bigger than you, that you might not want others to see because it's so big, and then believe you can have it. When I wrote this, I had no idea this podcast was going to become the top 15 best SEL podcasts for 2021 and the top 20 best neuroscience podcasts for 2021 and would feature some of the leading experts in neuroscience education in the brain. But I believe this vision was all possible, even when I didn't know what an RSS feed was that I now know drives all podcasts out to the world. So what's your vision? Do you have it written down? Did this episode give you some new ideas on making 2022 your best year ever? Please do what Matt did and take a picture of you studying with me and let me know what you've learned. It will help motivate others to do the same. Remember, all achievements begin with an idea and then you expand and refine your ideas as you progress towards them. I'll see you in the next couple of days when we move to the next chapters of Desire, Faith, and the Sixth Sense. If you're enjoying the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning podcast, please don't forget to subscribe so you'll stay up to date with our new episodes. While you're there, please feel free to give us a review or a five-star rating as it helps others find us. For more information on our programs, books, and tools for schools and the workplace, visit us at www.achieveit360.com.